Choose your player. If you if you put if you did it, it would be like it would mm-hmm. signal to me and I'd be like, oh hello. How are you today? <laughs> in that voice, in that exact voice. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to another episode, a follow-up episode of your nerdy obsession. This is where we dig deeper into the topic from last week and anything that was brought up by you. The listeners, I changed my intro. Yeah, (laughs) you did. (laughs) Last week's episode uh, was Chelsea's Broadway musical obsession. And if you got the lucky chance to listen to it, if you haven't yet, you need to go. It is two hours of fun. And to let you know, I cut even 10, 15 minutes out uh, more. So yeah. It was great. We'll hear those later. I, uh, I'll save those for an extra special occasion. Um, but as you hear on uh, this lovely uh, episode with me today is none other than the magnificent, beautitious Sefi, who is also a birthday girl today. But when is what? It's not coming out today or birthday's not. It's now. As of this not, recording, we are recording not, on my birthday. Then. Yeah, but not like. In the, the release future. date is not my birthday. So we're, so we're saying happy birthday to her in the past, but I'm saying in the, so we're like time travelers in a way, you know, <laughs> wibbly, wobbly, timey, timey. Oh, Hello, Safi. Happy that's birthday. Thank you. Thank you. It yeah, it's, it's been an interesting birthday. Kind of hard, but mostly good. <laughs> So I got I got to make ice cream soup. So that's the main thing. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I love that stuff. So there is actually a um, place here in Chicago called Lickety Split. And their milkshakes are done like ice cream soup. So for, so, for, so for those of you who don't know what ice cream soup is, it is <laughs> ice cream and cake mixed together. Yes. So what this place, Lickety Split, it allows you to choose a milk milkshake and it lets you choose a custard flavor and a cupcake. And then it mixes it all together for you. It is fantastic. I don't care that I'm coming to see you over Christmas. We're going. I don't care. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Then I, I, I think they're open year round. I don't know. They might only they might only be open. So Well that's yep. stupid because everyone likes ice cream soup all year. <laughs> so they need Obviously. to be they Obviously. need to be open all year round. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, it is true. So what did you think of Chelsea and Broadway musicals? I know growing up you and I like we were the, the- we were theater kids, so like Broadway musicals oh, yeah. they were part of our existence. Yeah. So I mean, every year at Christmas, why it was at Christmas, I don't know, but we watched The Sound of Music every year at Christmas. <laughs> Just like you said, it was the two VHS tape version we'd have to come up with intermission we'd have to change the tape out (laughs) yeah what like in like the pitch that had to be done to these music movie executives to be like hi i have a movie 
but it's going to have to be on two VHSs. <laughs> right. And you're going to have to sell it. And it's going to be profitable. I know. And I you just... can't sell it separately because no one wants that. <laughs> Like, they are the come on. Like, it's freaking things, too. Like, it was yeah, ridiculous. Right? I mm-hmm. loved listening to Chelsea talk about it. And I actually, I did not realize that she taught theater and that she was such a big, like, it was such a big part of her life. I didn't realize that. So, learning that about her was kind of fun. Um, but yeah, it brought back so many memories because. I mean, you and I in high school, we worked at a children's theater in the summer and like theater has, like you said, theater's always been a part of our lives. Mom worked at the, that, that same children's theater in high school. (laughs) Um, So I love just kind of going back to childhood and like Every every moment of my life before college, I think, is what this kind of brought up memories for me. Just thinking about how the um, the influence of Broadway musicals in my life through that, like up to before I went to college, how it it affected me as a person, how it influenced me as a person, and how it it's still influencing me now but you know those are the very formative it, it, it agreed like it, to dive a little a little bit deeper for that like for chelsea she loved the thing that i connected to right she loved talking about um kind of the story or the content that's what really spoke to her first right like she talked about her story in miss saigon how it really touched her and she's like oh Stories like this can make you feel like that's that's intense. Um, I the way that I connected to theater, and I think this is very telling about like how I ended up and where I'm at, too, because I like producing and creating things. The way that I like and connected to theater was, yes, the story, but the story was always second from the spectacle. Like I loved the 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 action. I loved the the intriguing for intriguing sake. Right. Like I, I love to like push push that idea of things and to see her connect with theater in that sense. Like it was it was it was just two different personalities and seeing mm-hmm. that connection there was just very intriguing to me. Is that a similar kind of feel that you had? And yeah, because and and I'm coming at it from a whole from a third point of view because I write stories. And so yes, I connected to the stories, but I also connected to the spectacle because I think the spectacle of of musical theater translates onto the page in a really good way because when you write, you have to write word pictures. You have to, you you kind of have to like drum up the spectacle when you're writing a story or a book or something, because you need to be able to, to have your readers envision what you're trying to get across. And so that was one part of it. But the other part of it, um, because I'm a theater minor in college, um, but I fell in love with directing and I think that that speaks a lot to how I am a writer because as a writer, you control every single piece of that world. You control every little minute detail. And that's what a director does. You, you make sure everything is correct and exactly how you want it, how you want the the audience to see it and, and everything. So it was really kind of fun to just 
get my perspective and then hear hers and, and even yours and how theater does exactly what it's supposed to do and invoke emotions and responses that are unique to each individual that experiences that. it. Uh, well, enough of this deep shit. Like, God, <laughs> ugh, these Broadway musicals. What are these guys talking about going in deep? But it is true. You know, formative, formative years, is, it's how, uh, how I think you and I creatively uh, get that catharsis sometimes as well. Um, but yeah. Well, I, um, I, have, I, have a, I have a syndrome about it, so. You do. We don't need to get into that this time. That might be your nerdy obsession is your syndrome. <laughs> no, no, it's a real thing. It's a reaction to art. I know. I'm not making don't make fun of me. I'm not making fun yes, of you. I'm not making fun <laughs> of you. It should never just be us two on these episodes. It's bad. <laughs> I disagree. I love it. Uh, well, do you, how about let's, you, you, you start um, I, with what you found and everything like that. Um, and then I have some things that Chelsea actually texted me minutes, if not hours after our conversation that lasted two to three hours, but we'll talk about that when it comes to me. So after you, Sefi, it is yours. Okay. Um, so, okay. I loved Chelsea talking about her experience with her first actual musical, like, I think I had the same kind of story, you know, like I would be in stuff in church and, and little things at school and, and whatever. But I think my first real, at least what I recall is my first real like musical experience was with a movie musical. It wasn't with a stage musical. Um, and it wasn't sound of music. <laughs> It was uh, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, um, which is a spectacular musical. It uh, was a spectacular musical. Because if we really want to okay, take okay. what the me- what it, today's like. world is not so much, but <laughs> not good. But it's about it's about seven brothers kidnapping seven brides, and the brides are like, "Oh, I guess I'll fall in love with them." And it's done in song and dance. So, yep, yeah, that is the story. That's, that's Look it the up. Story. That's the story. Go on. But, okay, there were problems in that day and age. All right, I'll admit that. Go, but, go on. But I wasn't talking about spectacular in the sense that it was amazing or like it was, you know, I'm talking like that is a spectacle. Like that is spectacular. <laughs> like is ridiculous. <laughs> I think I think one of my favorite scenes from that movie is um the the fight that they have at the fair with the dancing between the the partner the suitors. It's that's ingenious. Like it really was. It they literally were fight dancing, fight dancing. <laughs> And it's it's fun to watch. It's something that's in like imprinted on my brain. But I remember from that movie, I was like, that's so fun. Are all movie musicals like this? <laughs> and then like I kind of delved into old movies from there. Like that got me hooked on like all sorts of old movies, like that are on T TMC or TCM, Turner Classic Movies. There we go. That I'd watch with, with grandma. 
so that just it that started a love of film my I think my first musical on stage I think it was Lion King and I saw that senior year of high school it was our music trip talk about spectacle like but it it deserved the awards that it got I think because they did a very good job of translating it over into something that could hold a a theater audience as opposed to like a film audience. You know what I mean? Because they're different and it does translate differently. Just like if you're translating a book into screen, it's going to be different. What else did I think? Oh, so (laughs) the emotional response. I loved her story about her dad. I absolutely adored that. Um, Was a little surprised that they took their how old daughter to see Miss Saigon because Holy shit. Um, <laughs> it's an intense musical. It is, but it has some really great songs. I remember our friend Amy performed one of those songs in our high school, one of our high school concerts. And I think I've loved that song ever since. <laughs> um, it, is a, it is a really sad story, though. And I like that she put such not emphasis necessarily, but that she was, that she talked about how theater isn't pretty all the time. Like it, not everything has a happy ending and that's okay because theater is art and art is supposed to reflect life and life is not always happy. You don't get a happy ending all wrapped up in a box with a nice shiny bow. I mean, that doesn't happen all the time. It's not a Disney movie. (laughs) And I love that theater can give us that outlet, like where she talks about how each story is not necessarily written for you. You know, it's written for the people that it needs to be written for, who need to hear it, need to see it, need to feel it, experience it. Um, Like when she said that, I immediately went to um, Next to Normal which I have never seen. I've only listened to the music, but I'm, I'm going to be real right now, but it never affected me as much as it has in the recent weeks because of the story of Next to Normal. And uh, I just, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's so much that theater can tell us about the world around us. And it's a fascinating, fascinating way to see the world. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself. So I saw, I went to London in 2008 for college. And we saw Gone with the Wind, the musical, on opening night in London. It closed before we left and we were there for three weeks. Wow, that's nuts. (laughs) The guy who played Rhett was from Scotland, and he had a great Southern accent. It was really good. (laughs) I'm like, that's not how that's supposed to work, but okay. Um, And it was full of gospel music. Like, the music was stunning. It was great. But the, like, it was the whole thing of how the music is supposed to further the plot. It didn't feel like that. So that that was kind of frustrating with that particular play. Um... 
But it, I just, I had to mention it because I feel like that's a, it was a weird adaptation to create into a musical. <laughs> so <laughs> in London, a lot of their theaters, I mean, I think they said, I think they do it here too. I don't know, but they have like open, not open bars, but they have bars that you can go to and get like alcoholic drinks at intermission. And, uh, I really considered doing it, but I went to a Christian private college and we weren't supposed to be drinking on the trip. So, <laughs> but I was just like, I need, oh, I need something to just keep me engaged. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mentioned ja- diegetic music. Yes, correct me. I've been waiting for you it. Were spot on the money. <laughs> yes. Okay. So diegetic music is music that is in a movie that is taking place in the space, but it has nothing to do with the plot or exactly. Movie or but like the characters that. can hear it. So exactly like uh, Chelsea said, it's probably like a band in the background or music coming from headphones or something. So yes. Yeah. Exactly. And the opposite, the opposite, did you see what the opposite was? I or didn't, I didn't. Did not? So mm-hmm. it, it happens a lot in movies when they do the soundtrack and the soundtrack goes from like, Oh, the opening credit scene to, Oh, something on the radio that now yes. the character turns on and off. And it, 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 it's always like, Oh, it's become, it's going to become blank to diegetic music is, is what it is. Gotcha. So That's kind of cool. It's my favorite little fact that I know about. That's that. kind of cool. I mm-hmm. like it. Diegetic music is also called source music. Apparently. That makes sense. Yeah. So, um, and then one last little tidbit that I wanted to talk about because I found it interesting. Um, Chelsea kind of talked about how um, expensive it is to produce a Broadway musical. And so I was like, well, how much is it exactly? Um, and it, when I found, said that it takes between 8 to $12 million to produce Jesus. a Broadway musical. Oh my gosh. Unless, unless it is a like FX heavy musical, like uh, Spider-Man Into the Dark, that musical costs $75 million, (laughs) which is a lot if you think about how it it didn't didn't run very long. It just crashed and burned very quickly. Oh man. Yeah. That's nuts. But it did produce... It did produce a really great band, so... What band was it? Imagine Dragons. They came out of Spider-Man? They were hired to create the soundtrack for Spider-Man Into the Dark. So their first album is the music for Spider-Man Don't Into the like Dark. that's not a fun fact that you pull out at parties. That is awesome. I did I not know that at all. <laughs> that is crazy information. Yeah. You heard it here first, yeah. folks. Come <laughs> after Sefi if she's wrong. <laughs> I'm not wrong. You can look it up. <laughs> and now we have Imagine Dragons. And I really like Imagine Dragons. That's so, so funny. I'm, I'm happy about I that. I do too. That's awesome. That's so cool. What else you got for me? Or do you got anything else? I had a question. So, Hurdle. Hurdle. I play Hurdle. You do play Hurdle. I do. But I don't. Is there like a specific Broadway one that I don't know about? Because mine is like two days ago, it was Respect by Aretha Franklin. So <laughs> did you Google it? No. <laughs> Broadway Broadway musical hurdle. Well, do your job. I know. <laughs> I'm kidding. Broadway musical. H-E-A-R-D-L-E. E. Enter. 
musical theater musical theater hurdle. Yeah. 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 Okay. I might do better on that one. MT dash hurdle dot glitch dot me. <laughs> I don't play hurdle very much because it, it's the same thing as the musical theater one where you get like a second and then you can skip it to get more and more and more seconds. Yeah. I only got the last two I played because I knew the songs. <laughs> Does it let you choose a genre or anything or no? Nope. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, I don't I I am not a huge like music, right? Like we've talked about that and uh, like music doesn't really connect with me. So it's like I I would know some and that's mm-hmm. it. Like a very select handful. Yeah. Well, I handful. mean, I knew handful. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. We're inventing new words. Handful. <laughs> handful. That sounds wrong. Um, we're just going to. Gloss over that. Go on. Uh, Go on. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I got Aretha Franklin because it's Aretha Franklin. And um, I think, what was the next one? Oh, I don't know. But the first one I the first one I ever played on Hurdle, I got it because it was a TikTok song. So there's that. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love that TikTok. TikTok is coming into the world. Oh. A newborn baby. A new algorithm. Coming to claim its stake. Oh, God. <laughs> it's my favorite thing in the world. Um, cool. Anything else? No. Unless you want me to talk about my syndrome, but you said no. No. It's not about you. This isn't about you. This is about Broadway musicals. We'll have a, we'll have a Sefi, I, Sefi episode. I know, but it's not going to be about my syndrome. Well, that's your decision, not mine. <laughs> Anywho, transitioning to my time. Um, uh, gosh, you this is be, how you should be. This is how we grew up, wasn't it? Yes, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> this is how we grew up. You should be thankful uh, for this time because you don't get to talk very often on these episodes. I know I don't. I have so much to say. No, it's, I'm kidding. Um, what was I going to say? The fact that you don't uh, say as much is I'm trying hard to listen because God gave me two ears and one mouth. Oh my God. And that means I should listen twice as well as I speak. And right now I don't speak that well. (laughs) (laughs) So you can just imagine what my hearing's doing. And you're Uh, not even the one with compromised hearing. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Woe is me. Oh, so sad. So sad. Uh, Okay. Well, Chelsea did text me um, hours uh, after we had our conversation. Um, And we just actually, it was was actually the next morning. Uh, uh, But But you finished uh, recording at 11 o'clock at night. So it was was pretty late. (laughs) Um, But uh, one of the first things that she texted me is that she was trying to um, name as she was naming off names of musicals, which there were so many that she named off in there. Right. Um, and if you have a question about one of them, honestly, Google it. The The Internet is your friend in this case, because a lot uh, all this content can be found that way. Um, 
but one of the things that she wanted was try to connect different musical genres and musicals so people could, you know, look for their style. And, and she mentioned the Bob Dylan one, which girl North Country, all the way to six, which is more pop. But right after we recorded the next day, she texted me and there is a musical by the name of May We All that's just got announced that's coming out. Um, and it has a couple people that are big Broadway names, a Heidi Blickenstaff and Blythe Voth, who I don't know who those people are, but <laughs> it is it is a country musical. Um, and it's country music. Um, it started actually in Tennessee in terms of like taking off and everything like that. So that just got announced that that's coming out with too. So cool. There's another music. If you like country music, yeah. go to that one. I'm sorry if you do. <laughs> hey, don't yuck anybody's yum. That's not what we're here for. I have used that phrase twice around my best friend. And she's like, where did that phrase come from? I'm like, you are so old, honey, if you don't know what that yeah. phrase is for. Oh, yuck and yums? Don't yuck anybody's <laughs> yums, people. No. Don't do no, it. No, we don't yuck anybody's Any yums, yums here. here. Um, the musical, <laughs> she did bring up And Juliet. Um, yes. Yes. It is a musical based off of the gentleman that wrote all of the 90s hits, right? Yes. Backstreet uh, Boys. Yes, Backstreet Sync. Boys, Britney, and Sync, all of those yeah. jams, right? Yeah. So Chelsea sent me a couple songs from this oh, yeah? musical. And I'm just going to, um, I want everyone to listen to it. But it sounds rough. I listened to a couple other ones and it, it, it it sounds rough, so I don't know what they're doing, but apparently it is. Uh, the costumes are pretty cool. Um, that's what Chelsea said. But yeah, that's uh, oh dear. It's be an interesting, interesting oh one gosh. to say the least. Um, yeah, so uh, so there was that, and then the other thing Chelsea did text me. Um, very, she's like Betsy Wolf is also another queenie that she would choose for her wild party. Uh, Desert she Island. She mentioned Betsy Wolf. She did, but not as an option. Betsy Wolf is That's, also the okay. person that did her her trip. Um, and then she said Jasmine Cephas Jones as Kate. <gasps> and I agree with that. Ooh, I, uh, that's a great yes. I love Jasmine. She is spectacular. Agreed. Um, and as all, and and also like she did put a link, um, and I did share it in the show's description. Um, so please take your time, listen to it. Um, um, there's some cool stuff on there. So. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's all I had. But guess what? Next week. What is that thing? If you guys could see him, it's like every time. I don't know what's going on. But uh, that's all I had. But next week, y'all, we have some cool stuff happening. Yeah, I said y'all because I'm talking to your gig. Good. Um, next, uh, actually, so there's two things that are happening. So um, I believe this week that this episode is dropping, which is not your birthday week, but, you know, the week after. But when is what? Um, yes. So the, the, the <laughs> week that this is dropping, um, another podcast called This One Goes to Eleven, I Was On, is dropping the episode that I was a guest on. Now, This One Goes to Eleven is it let's guests come on and make uh, arguments on why they think an album by any artist of their choosing um, is an 11 is the best in the world. So um, I 
chose Lizzo because I love you. Great choice. And it was a great conversation about self, a self love and uh, mental health a little bit too. It got, it got a little deep, but um, I wanted to give you guys a little tease. So here is a little clip, but remember to go listen. Um, and it is on Spotify. It's called this one goes to 11. Um, but here's a little clip of me. Like it just comes out. Like I am just speaking of how I'm feeling, how I'm going through things, but it is, and I love it so much to dissect things to the point that they probably shouldn't be dissected. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's, should, that's very shouldn't. Capricorn. Should, that's shouldn't. not the point, yeah, right? That's fair. Exactly. That's not, that's and you opinion. found the perfect podcast. <laughs> you found the perfect podcast to come and do a lecture on Lizzo. Like this is yes. <laughs> this is exactly what we want. So you get 300 points for uh, lecturing for, today. <laughs> for, yeah, 300 points for a beautiful lecture. Um, I hope you refer is... to me as guest lecturer in the uh, part. <laughs> well, and, and I'll tell you what, we could we could pay you what higher ed can pay guest lecturers these days, which is very <laughs> Zing. Ooh, somebody's a nice professor. <laughs> There's a Flaubert quote about um he says, be neat and organized I'm paraphrasing, be neat and organized in your regular life so that you can be wild and free in your creative work. Yeah. Huh. That's true. Which I think is pretty that speaks to me. I'm uh this that's the first time we've brought Flaubert into the podcast. That's uh <laughs> do, do I get some points for Flaubert? Yeah, I oh, you, do. You, get, you get you get cinq points for your citation de Monsieur Gustave Flaubert. Wasn't that clip good? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, podcast magic at its finest. Yes. Um, it's fantastic. Like, you sounded thank amazing. You. Thank you. Um, so, again, it is called This One Goes to 11. You can find it on Spotify. Um, they do this really cool thing where it actually um, links up with songs within the Spotify. So it, it, you can listen to the some of the songs on the album while you're listening to the podcast. It's a really cool Oh, that's cool. cool. Yeah. But the hosts of that show uh, named Michael Osinki and Tyler Esselman um, are our guests next week. And guess what they are doing? They are doing... Radiohead, and apparently, uh, I was gonna say Coldplay. Oh, no, 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 they love Radiohead. <laughs> they now, Radiohead are is not something like me for that statement, but oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I knew nothing, I knew nothing about Radiohead. Um, I only knew one of their songs. You'll listen when you when you hear it, but yeah, it was a great conversation. We get into it. Um, yeah, that's that's what I got for next week. But remember also to listen to their podcast. This one goes to 11. Um, like always, folks, grow the show. If you like listening to us and you want us to continue being stupid and funny and in your ears on a <laughs> weekly basis, please remember to grow the show. And that includes sharing, telling people, texting people, putting it on your Facebooks or your Instagram. Uh, just, just grow the show. Also something, uh, that helps the algorithm, which is the world is to rate and review us on uh, yes. Spotify and also on Apple podcasts. When you yep. do that, it cues the algorithm to be like, Oh, people are paying attention to this. So let's make more people pay attention to it. So please yeah. rate, review us, do it online, do whatever, please. Uh, and thank you for all your support. Um, 
And please also follow us on our socials, Your Nerdy O, um, on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Um, we're always constantly figuring out what those are to us. So be on the lookout and you always get information <laughs> either way. Uh, but yeah, it's Your Nerdy O. Um, but until then. Wait, 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 everyone, wait. Wait. What? If, if you have anything you want to tell us or correct us on, please contact us as well. Email us at yournerdyo at gmail.com or message us on Instagram. Yes, yes, correct, yes. If there's anything Broadway musical related, if there's anything Pokemon related, if there's anything Teen Wolf related, anything that we've done in the past, please DM us, hit us up. We'd love to hear your uh, thoughts on obsessions as well um, or ideas or different uh, suggestions and things to to listen to on people's obsessions. Good save. I'm a producer. I got to do my producing. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be true. All right. Well, anything else? No, but I'm going to apologize right now because I'm not Rachel and I am not going to have a clever sign off. So bye. Bye. Avengers Assemble.